Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a show about life and how we navigate down the not-so-yellow brick road of it. I'm Kathy Barrett, and life is something we shouldn't do alone. So I hope you'll spend the next 30 minutes with me as I reveal what's behind the curtain. Our special guest today is Anthony Strano. He's the director of the Brahma Kumaras Spiritual Center in Greece, Hungary, and Turkey. The Brahma Kumaras World Spiritual University is a non-governmental organization in general consultative status with the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and UNICEF. It is also affiliated with the Department of Public Information, and you can reach Anthony by going to the Brahma Kumaras link, which is B-R-A-H-M-A-K-U-M-A-R-I-S dot G-R. For our American listeners, you can find out more information by going to bkwsu.org slash U-S. Anthony is the author of Seeking Silence and Slaying the Three Dragons, two wonderful books, and he also has created several meditation uh, CDs, and you can find all of these wonderful items on Amazon.com. Anthony is also a permanent columnist for the Huffington Post, and you can read his work by going to the HuffingtonPost.com. Today, we will be talking about the problems that are happening in Greece, and both economic and otherwise, and which, by the way, are not just Greece's problems. We are a global economy, and it, what happens to one country impacts all of us around the world. And from a human perspective, when one of us suffers, we all suffer. And so we will talk about the challenges that people are dealing with today in Greece and all over the world, and also some possible solutions that people who are experiencing this adversity may be able to tap into and use and help bring some more peace into their life on a day-to-day basis. So welcome, Anthony, and thank you so much for being here. I'm delighted to have you with us today. Thank you very much, Kathy. I'm very happy to be a part of Behind the Curtain. It's great speaking to you. USA from here, from Athens, the wonders of science, eh? to be able to connect <laughs> from a very far distance. <laughs> I love it. And that, you know, in a way, it's it's so powerful, and that's what we're also going to be talking about today, is that we are so connected. The world is not a big place, or the big place that we thought it was, you know, several years ago. I mean, it's we're all very, very, really closely connected to each other in ways that we weren't in the past. Yes. Certainly, and also what impacts uh, one place uh, can carry through and impact another place, both positively and negatively. Absolutely, and that's why this program is is really, really important today. And before we get into that discussion, Anthony, I just wanted you to share with the listeners about the work that you're doing around the world so they understand. Yes, um, well, I've been involved with the Brahma Kumaris now for about 35 years. I used to be a teacher of English as a foreign language. Then I realized that it's much more important that we all learn how to live rather than just learn a particular language. So I gradually switched over. And so um, if you ask me, in essence, what is it all about, it's 
actually that people start to realize they have an inner system and this inner system if it's cultivated if it's deeply recognized if it's used it's going to give the strength to be able to face all the collapses that we see in the outer systems and so no matter where I may go because I travel quite a lot and no matter actually what the seminar is about finally <laughs> we get down to one thing that I have to be able to really appreciate this original blueprint that is inside the self and really start to use it and this is going to connect me a lot and definitely um, it is genuine spirituality that has a great social impact for example being able to listen being able to be respectful and accepting truly deep within the self not just tolerating but actually deeply recognizing the value of difference for example that's one example so the importance of all these values as methods to create harmony and mutual respect it's so important because unfortunately what we see very often is this religion of violence and that violence often is produced by somebody being just in their own little world just a, a selfishness that you know sometimes they're not aware of you know it's uh, I think it's a method to survive this is what we find now in Greece with some people um, and so this blaming others blaming a system whereas actually spirituality is telling me you know you have a system that actually if you use this potential you know are you able to do miracles outside no matter what the situation may be so basically this is the work yes we do then you know other practical work we have hospitals in in india there's many programs that deal with um um, you know, women uh, with um, people working in different professions, how they can bring out their best quality and offer it and serve. Because when we offer the best of ourselves, um, we get the best from others. Absolutely. And, well, let's talk about, well, first of all, thank you for the wonderful work that you do do. And let's uh, just familiarize people with what Greece is going through. And as we mentioned, this is not just a Greek problem. This is happening all over the world. We are all equally guilty of um, what's been happening in Greece. That, well, basically the facts are, like for years, there has been unrestrained spending, which has also been happening in in America. And there was also a lot of cheap lending that went on and financial reforms were not implemented, which kind of left Greece very badly exposed mm. when the global economic downturn happened. Yeah. So these are exact. this is exactly what happened here. So the credit mm. rating for Greece, though, went down, I think, to to the lowest it was in Europe, which left the country really struggling to pay for its bills and not because the interest rates on the debts were soaring. So unemployment was at, uh, or I think it's still at 25%. And yesterday in Greece, the new national budget was approved to receive the next installment of a crucial economic bailout, which is great news. However, the problem is that the cuts that will have to be made is going to have a huge impact on the people mm. of Greece. So you're on the front lines there. And my, first of all, my heart goes out to the people of Greece. What's happening from your perspective? 
Well, from my perspective, is that the that the crisis is um, well. Ultimately, it's not really economic. The crisis is actually much much deeper. And um, of course, you get a part of the people that are blaming foreign governments, and they blame this and that. But I mean, with the seminars that we do all around the country. Very gently and very lovingly, <laughs> we try <laughs> to put people's focus. Look, if if you if there's not a weakness inside, if there's not something going wrong inside, the external can't really do anything. It's like a virus. If you're healthy, then the virus it finds it very difficult to get you know to do things. Um, it's not a matter of blaming the self, but it's I tell, you know we tell them you know just recognize that actually what's been happening in Greece has been nepotism mm -hmm. and so much corruption mm. and people at the top. And what happens is the the middle class, lower middle class people you know, are really suffering now. They they are raising the taxes, they are diminishing the pensions. It's um it seems so illogical. How can how can any type of economic growth happen? And so everyone's desperate. The government is desperate to get the instalment, which I've heard maybe they're not going to give now. I mean, yeah. they have to see something happen before they actually they give it, even though the austerity measures have been passed by Parliament. Um, and the people's great, great um, distrust and su suspicion of the governing body because I don't know if you've heard about it, but the, a journalist um, made public a list that was given to the Greek government of 2,000 people implicated in you know, tax evasions, etc. And there were yeah. ministers on that, and there were other people, and was not um, nothing was being done. So you know, it's a you, one can go on forever with the details of yeah. what is not honest. But the individual here matters because people feel very overwhelmed, you know. And what can I do in the face of all of this? What can I do? I'm just one. But, you know, we try to encourage people to say one is a lot. And uh, in India, we learnt another mathematics, I told them. We, say, we don't say one and one is two. One and one is 11. Mm. And then if you add another one, it's not three, it's 111. I love so, that. <laughs> so that, you know, where there's a unity of purpose, and that purpose must be based on an integrity, then things will come to serve. The money will come that we need. Maybe not more, but just what we need. Nature will come and serve, will cooperate. Um, but you know, sometimes when people, I find when people now are very desperate and very angry, they just get so violent and they don't listen. But of course, not everyone is like that. There are other people who are just so dazed they can't believe that their own government would um, would put them in this position. It's not just this government. It's been it's all going, governments, yeah. yes, all it's been all going on for generations. Right, right. But, and, and this is where we put in the system. You know, yeah. look at your inner system. Start to use it. Well, let's talk about that for a second because greed has really become prevalent in our society around the world. And so, why don't we stop just for a minute and talk about what you feel is underneath that, right? Because that's really yes. 
the the issue at hand. It has nothing to do with the the people out there because it's an individual yeah. thing that lies within us. So what yeah. is it about our collective thinking around the world that has given greed and the worship of material things such power that we are valuing money over human life? Yes, that's a good word you used, worship, because it's exactly that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I worshiping money because... Yeah. Money means I am something, I've achieved something, but maybe deeper psychologically, uh, money has been the method uh, for attaining what people think is security. Mm. And they've forgotten that security, you know, it doesn't come from the money. Security comes from actions of integrity, actions of honest intentions. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone all upside down. Of course, it's not the fault of the money. It's not the fault of the good technology. Everything has to do with consciousness and how it's used. But then we have given very wrong values. You know, if you buy this washing powder, you're a good mother. If you wear this uh, dress, you know, everybody will look at you. You know, yeah. this very external artificial glitz. And people have fallen for it. You know, if I have two cars, if I have uh, this, if I have that, and having this, 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 this consciousness of having has become prevalent, and so people accumulate. And really, they're not happy anyway with doing that. Uh, and so, uh, I feel deep down is the the sense of identity, the sense of security, the sense of belonging. The sense of purpose has um, has kind of disintegrated or has gotten very polluted with just grabbing at things. And um, you know, for for a person to have a emotional and inner health and also healthy relationships, so they really need to be grounded in a true sense of identity and belonging that is not material. You know, some people, I remember my parents. You know, they they just came out. From from Italy to Australia just after the war and they had nothing you know 40 days they traveled on the ship and they had to go to a relative but they had no money in their pocket but they had values and then they worked hard and they did achieve something right you know so simplicity Simplicity and the the natural values of living, which people did have, and I'm sure some people still do have them. But then, you know, there's like a a brainwashing sometimes in the advertising in all countries. To be something, you have to have this. <laughs> yes, absolutely, and 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 also when you you speak of your parents' generation. I mean, there was a, a much, uh, in my opinion, and there may be those who argue with me about this, but there seemed to be a greater level of integrity happening around yes, the world yes. than there is now. It's like, for some reason, you know, to quote our friends in Iceland, <laughs> we have lost our moral compass, you know. Yes, care, but, care, yeah. you know, caring. I think, my, I remember my parents, you know, their generation had very little. I remember my father coming back from trying to sell things in the market you know, he just got bought back 10 cents. And, you know, he looked really down, you know. But yeah. the next day he was okay. He, you know, he had his prayer to God and just created that trust. And then he said, okay, we'll cope with it. We'll manage. <laughs> and so these, 
But he wasn't know. he wasn't scheming how to steal from his nah, nah, co vendors, nah, nah. <laughs> you know. Or nah. or make a cheaper product that would really, yeah. you know, swallow up his competition. I mean that's where that's where the caring comes in. It's like yeah. in the, you know, you just won't, you, you didn't think to go there, where that seems like it's more the natural way. Uh, uh, that's right. And also, whatever you had, even if you didn't have it in abundance, you should still share with the people who have a need. Right, right. You know, it wasn't having abundance that then you became generous. You had the the whole spirit of generosity was, yes, I have enough, but whatever also should be shared with others so that they are happy too. How can I just be happy on my own? Exactly. Caring, caring, you know, this care. And this is in every profession, a teacher who cares for the potential of his or her students, you know. Right. The doctor who cares for the, the health of the patient. And care brings attention, care brings tuning in, tuning, tu- tuning into where the person is at. But now in the speed and rush, of uh, sometimes a very wrong ambition, all of that is lost. Yeah, and the intention has to be pure, as you're yeah, saying, yeah. in that place. Well, let's let's in, for practical purposes, because people are angry. I know that there were like seventy thousand people protesting yes, in the right. streets of Greece, and then in America here, we've just been hit with a big storm. Uh, mm. Like a, a third of uh, the country, I think they were saying, has been you know had an impact from this. People are still without electricity. $45 billion in losses. We've had, mm-hmm. I think, close to 100 or a little over 100 lives lost in the process. So mm-hmm. we have the same issue here. People are fed up. They are they're like feel like they're not being taken care of. That's right. And so what in this state of anger, in this these feelings of unjust, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, where can people go that maybe not be familiar with meditation? What are some of the steps they can take? to kind of like get to that balanced place for themselves. Well, uh, you know, one thing is just to step back from things. This is what I sort of discuss with people and suggest is just step back just for a few moments and really, really reflect. Will this anger, will this fear, with, will this feeling of injustice and, you know, getting upset about, will it take me anywhere? Because let's say even if you meet officials, if you get angry with them and criticize them, rather than like really, you know, okay, speaking firmly, speaking clearly, but when people, you know, any violent energy is thrown on a person, they switch off and they get worse. So, you know, know, just step back and look for an alternative way to do things. You know, anger is not a way, it's a violence. It'll just create more messes. And so this is what I, I do at my I'm not that I get that angry anymore, but <laughs> there, there, there's, all, there's always situations that one has to just step back and be very, very calm inside because, and I know that's very difficult to do, especially in the beginning, but it's practice makes perfect because when I have a certain inner self-control and peace, then I start to get the clarity where then I can see very clearly what to do and the solutions that are needed. I was talking to somebody today, she's involved in the politics here, and I said, you know, you know, what are they doing? She goes to all the, the talks and things. She says, but that, all they do is talk, 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 and they don't listen to each other. Mm-hmm. All they do is focus on the problems. Mm-hmm. And I said, what about solutions? You know, she says, 
they don't want really solutions because they're competing with each other and they're not really thinking about the welfare and care of the people. Mm. So, for example, she presents me with this reality, but then what do I do? Get angry at them for being like that? Mm. I've got to then think of what I can do because a lot of things are up to me. And then if I start to create that thought and that feeling that I can do something, I can master something, then, you know, it's like uh, many, you know, horizons do open in my consciousness and I'm sending out a very, very authentic vibration. And then what I have found always is I will meet the right people. I will read the right book. I will, you know, something comes in and, and cooperates. See, these things are very subtle, mm -hmm. and sometimes people want very um, um, concrete solutions straight away. Yeah. But, for example, with this crisis that has been going on for generations here in Greece, the, the solution won't be the money, even if they get all the money. Right. That won't really be the solution. The solution is the, the consciousness, and then how to use whatever is there in a worthwhile way and in a much more democratic way. So I would say stepping back, looking at an alternative, mm -hmm. trying to be peaceful and and um, a lot of trust in the universe. And um, and sometimes that's very difficult to do, to create trust when you see every, so many people cheating. But Well, yeah, and uh, plus the cheaters are really being applauded. Yes, you know yes. they're not. There's no. There's no. Um, they're not punished. They're, they're try, yes, you know? this happens here, and they try to yeah. get away with it. But yeah. if I just go on and on about them, I'm using all my energy there. Right. And it, it, because there are good people around. Sure. You <laughs> just are want to tap, and we want to tap into that energy. Exactly. Not the reverse. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know for myself, I find sometimes I'm just in a state, even though I know how to meditate, I know how to be silent, I know how to get to that space. I'm not uh, to your level of advancement, Anthony. I'll tell you that quite honestly. And I do find myself in states of anger and uh, confusion at times. But what I found is very helpful if I'm I'm kind of blocked in that space and I, I can feel what it does to my body. It's extremely negative on people's health as well. And you can really feel what it's doing, that anger and that angst, you know, what That's it does right, yes. to your physical yes. well-being. That's right, yeah. But what I do is try to move that energy. If I don't seem to be able to do that intellectually, sometimes mm. I can do it by taking a walk, being in nature. Right, yes, very painting, true. Yes. Playing yes, the piano, yes. you know, just moving. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that's very true. That energy yeah. in a different way sometimes can help us get to that place of, of yeah. silence and, and peacefulness. And taking a walk in nature is one of the best ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It really is, because when you do that, regardless of what the weather, there is um, such a beauty that you become very present to the possibilities in life, mm. more so than any other way of moving that energy to me. That's right, yeah. It's, you know, it's, very, it's very true, because I have a room here that I filled with all different types of plants, and, you know, they bloom and they're very green. It looks more like a garden than a room. And sometimes just to to clear my mind, just to 
you know, just to be still, just going there and being amongst all this green and all these very beautiful plants, um, it's just liberating. You know, you just feel at one with yourself. Yeah. And you can do that actually anywhere, but if you have nature around you, it makes the, the things uh, easier. Absolutely. But anywhere one can do it, actually. Yes, yes. And then, well, let's see. As I mentioned to the folks, you can go to Amazon.com. Anthony has a lot of uh, meditation CDs and his books uh, can really help you get to that place. If you're, you haven't meditated, uh, this will really open up your world to it, and and you can start to resonate with all the things that he's been talking about on the program. Really, it takes a minute every day. Most people say, well, I don't have time for that. I'm busy. I'm working two jobs. i got six kids. It, but it really takes but one minute. That's right, you know. I mean, and my first thought in the day is very important. And so that when I wake up in the morning for a few moments, you know, just stepping out of the bedroom, going to a, a, a place that is quiet, and just appreciating that today I'm alive. Today I have a breath. Today um, there will be opportunities that will come to me. Because they do. Sometimes the opportunities are disguised. They look a little bit negative. <laughs> but um, with one's you know, subtle eye, the subtle vision, if one can actually go behind it and see and appreciate. Appreciation is a very important, um, it's a very important attitude and it helps a lot in overcoming many, many uh, challenges and in meeting them. Absolutely. And let me ask you, is the government, I don't know how open or shut they are, are they um, taking any steps in terms of rallying the public to work together to get through this? Or No, no, they're just, um, the government is, is you, know, they're, you know how it is. I mean, yeah. they fight with each other, the different parties, who can offer based and all of that. Um, in, even within the party itself, mm -hmm. uh, there's division. You know... If they can just, some of them uh, could just step back yeah. and just get the p perspective, what's good for the whole? Yeah. But no, not really. They don't rally. But what you find is that grassroots people are rallying. Mm -hmm. There are people who are not putting all their energy into blaming. Right. They're actually making cooperatives. They're making um, vegetable gardens, whatever plot of land they can get. There's some young people are moving out more into the country. They're, they're trying to do something. There are people doing something, right. which is making them very, very cooperative and uh, creative. Because I, I, you know, my feeling is that it will, it, it will start from there. Something new will start from the grassroots level. And, of course, if there's a person in a position who's also enlightened, that person, he or she, can also help that process. And I feel there are. I mean, yeah. there are. We just have to tune in. We have to tune in to each other regarding that. Yes. And, you know, what's really amazing is it's so profound to think that if each of us really go within and mm. and focus and work on those issues, the energy of the planet will totally shift. It's that simple. Yeah. Yes, yes. Isn't it? you know, consciousness. So much depends on the consciousness. You know, if if people are stuck in problems, it's because they're still using old consciousness. And what meditation does, it helps me to get to another consciousness, to another way of seeing things, 
and therefore to another way of not just being but also of course another way of action and because we have to act as well you know people sometimes think that meditation is only to relax that's just one part of it (laughs) meditation is also to empower and recharge Mm. and then on the on the basis of that recharging then i have the capacity to be able to be positively involved in the outside in, in to the external systems Beautifully said. Well, I can't believe the time has flown by, Anthony. I yes. <laughs> I really thank you so much for, for being with the show today. I hope that you'll continue to come back to the program and uh, yes. let us know what's happening to our brothers and sisters in Greece. And uh, I really appreciate everything you've done. I just want to tell the folks that, again, my guest was Anthony Strano, and he is an author and director of the Brahma Kumara Spiritual Center in Greece, Hungary, and Turkey. If you want to contact Anthony, you can do so by going to Brahma Kumaris. I'll spell that for you, B-R-A-H-M-A-K-U-M-A-R-I-S dot G-R. He also writes for the Huffington Post, and you can read his articles by going to the HuffingtonPost.com. His books and CDs can be found on um, Amazon.com. Again, Anthony, thank you so, so much. It's It's been so great to have you along on this journey with me. Thanks very much, Kathy. Thanks a lot for the opportunity, and thanks a lot for all you're doing, because it's a, a great focus point. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a, it's an honor to have you uh, with me today. And, folks, I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll tune in. Peace, everybody. Mm-hmm.